Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, we find the defendant guilty. You are locked into another episode of the Game on Trial podcast, where two brothers, Desmond and Rod Curry, debate long-standing barbershop topics to be considered and judged by yours truly, the judge and the jury. My name is Tukey Tate, and this is the Game on Trial podcast. I, I, I would really... This is more of a statement. I just don't understand why Papoos, like, I don't, I don't, like. It goes back to that statement that you made um, that I disagreed with at first when you said that uh, niggas who are too lyrical, they always go underrated. But, you know, I'm, I could, I'm, you're starting to push me towards that a little bit more. It just don't make sense, man. It just don't make sense. Like, if we're out here saying that we respect dudes who can really rap, I don't like really though. It ain't too many dudes that's, that that can really fuck with him at all. Y'all just want to get into it. Fuck it. We're into it already. Oh, uh, uh, okay. So as y'all know, Ooh, Des, why don't oh, you do, you do the intro? No, no, no. Okay, you go ahead. Well, fuck it. As y'all know, uh, this past <laughs> was it Thursday, Tuesday, whenever the fuck it was, we had the best verses we've had so far, which Thus was. Far. The locks versus the dipset, the diplomats, diplomatic community themselves. So I think all of us tuned in for this one. We were all super excited. Mm-hmm. And let's just get into it. It started off with them having the the goat of all goats uh, when it comes to classic boxing and Michael Buffer. Michael, hold on, hold on. Talk about, let's not forget crime faces, nigga. Crime faces was out there first. Let's not. What hood is this? <laughs> Come on, man. I fuck with crime faces. Damn, Michael Buffer. Let's go. <laughs> yo. Oh, man. Listen, let's just let me tell you something, yo. You're talking about excited. Oh, this was a 40-year-old nigga's wet dream. Just let me tell you something, yo. This shit was everything I love about our culture. This shit was... Uh, it, was, it, was it was the biggest thing in hip-hop. It was, the, it was our summer soul. It was our Woodstock. <laughs> yo, yo, Fat Joe, yo, when Fat Joe went on his run, he said some shit that just had me giving goosebumps. He was like, there was too many legends in the building. Too many legends in the building. He was like, there was too many gangsters in the building. He was like, if your name was, if you were somebody from Miami to DC to New York, you was in that shit. You know what I'm saying? Imagine. And when you shit. when you say it was only gangsters that was in the building, the whole time I'm just like. Oh my God, are they gonna fight? Like that. <laughs> yes. Speaking of that, Tookie, <laughs> Fat Joe was like the element of danger was there. I believe it. Only, it only New York niggas <laughs> can go off the way they did on stage with each other. Like at one point, I heard Jada yelling, shut the fuck up, like over and over again at camp. <laughs> Yo, so it, it started. Uh, so the locks came out. Michael Buffer introduced them. They came out. Uh, everybody was pumped. Styles P was pumped, banging on the chest. Let's go. And then when Michael Buffer introduced Dipset, they didn't come for a good little minute. It's like one, two minutes. And then the locks was like, bring no motherfuckers on stage. They, they do you, were do you know why? You know why? Mm, what happened? Because they Tam chose violence. Uh, Tam, really? Tam was getting ready to dip. Yes. Why? Tam, I, listen, he won't feel it. He was getting ready to dip. When Michael Buffer came on stage and said Dipset, it called him in to catch 22 because he was walking out the door. 
And, and, and this is confirmed. People have been talking about it. Let me tell you something. First of all, this is the only thing I paid attention to this whole fucking week. You know, so I got the goods. <laughs> yeah, he was about to dip. Yeah, man. And, and Michael Buffer put him on the spot, so he had to come back. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm glad that happened. But when he came out, I thought that shit was so weird. He came out with beach chairs, bro. And he started setting up beach chairs, like, and he sat down. So I thought it was going to be Freaky Zeke, who was definitely on one that night, <laughs> Jewels and Jim performing, and Cam was just laying down uh, to start. I was like, I'm not feeling this. Speaking of Jewels, I get know. that, you know, he was had the new Louis, the unreleased Louis scarf on or whatever. But did y'all see that meme? They said that uh, Jewels look, look like that pile of clothes that's in the corner in your room. Hell yeah. They've been fried. The internet been killing his ass about his teeth and about his gear. Yeah. I didn't see the Come teeth, on, but man. I definitely saw the clothes. Oh, they was killing him about his teeth. Yeah. Jewels has had the same style since. Uh, since I first became a fan of the Dipset, so yeah. you know what you're gonna so, get with Jewels. It was hilarious. well. The other thing is, let, let's let, listen. There's a, there, there is a thing about that though. The nigga just came home. He ain't got, he got to adjust. You know what I'm saying? He, he got to get a nigga time to adjust. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Yo, they were fried. Yo, the internet was not nice to say. Even yo. even like <laughs> during the live, they were going. In, <laughs> in the they were not nice to the set, yo. Did y'all see Jim Jones fall off the stage? I heard about I, it. I didn't see it. I didn't see that. And I watched the whole thing. Yo, go check your Instagrams for that video. Oh, wow, <laughs> wow, wow. Stage, I gotta go bro. see that. That was, and y'all know I love Gucci Man, and I had been hyped about Let's the just come back to Gucci because <laughs> the fact that I put this over the Gucci versus really is, exactly. Let me get my point across. That was, in my opinion, that was better than the Gucci verses. Whoa. And I knew more yeah. Gucci songs than I knew of that. Uh, new yeah. Dipset and Lock songs. I was, I told y'all, I was, first of all, the DJ set me up because. DJ was lit. What? DJ was lit. <laughs> Shout out to DJ Technique. He was the real hit yo. factor, yo. Before the shit set, before the shit set off, his set was impeccable. His set mm-hmm. was amazing. And then, and then his presence during the actual show was mm-hmm. clutch, yo. He was elite. He was elite. That was, that was, a, he, he did. Like I told y'all, I was sipping my little, first of all, y'all, I've been drinking a new tequila. Okay. I have uh, retired Casamigos temporarily. Um, and I've been drinking 818 Kendall Jenner's tequila. Is it good? Uh, it's 100% agave, which I don't know if you all know. That separates the difference between you having a hangover and you not having a hangover the next day. Um, the agave versus the sugar. So it was mm. really good. And I told I was texting y'all like, y'all, I'm standing on the sofa right now and the show ain't even started. <laughs> <laughs> like when he played Ludacris, I'm like, oh, oh man, shit. <laughs> so, yeah. And yeah. Jada was choosing violence the whole, whole let's, night. Let's talk about Jada because... <laughs> Before we even get into it, I feel like me, I am one of the biggest Dipset fans because that was my introduction into hip hop. When I first fell in love with it, it was because of Dipset. So I was really looking forward to Dipset cooking these niggas all night. But then Jadakiss showed up. Jadakiss was in his fucking bag, not only rapping, but his energy. His stage presence. He sunned them niggas. Yo, I'm going to tell you what Joe said about that. Joe said... Jadakiss wasn't drunk. Style is a vegan. And, and Sheik is cock D. 
them niggas had the game rigged. They was, yo, <laughs> that was their moment. It was almost like Bunny Rabbit on stage. It was his moment. You know what I'm saying? So, yo, and, and the other thing is, is it, I'm, I'm sorry, too. I'm Go sorry. ahead. I'm sorry. Uh-uh. I was. I, I, I want to say this. Do y'all remember last week when 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 the question came up? Who you think gonna win? And when you got to me, I was like, mm, I can't go. I can't give you an answer. And I'm gonna tell you one of the reasons I couldn't give you an answer. Yo, Dipset was way too confident. Yo, way too overconfident. The internet was way too overconfident for them. And they came in and laid an egg. And these niggas got prepared. They saw that shit coming. Um, like the my generation. It's a lot of them, well, like people that went to high school with me, a lot of them were saying, you know, Dipset was going to body them. But um, not everyone was saying that, though. You know what I mean? Like, not everybody was saying that. I know a couple of people that were, I mean, a good amount of people were that were expecting the locks to come in and do it exactly what they did. So I and me not, like I said, I'm new. Jada Kiss, I got Jada with uh, Maya. I think my first Dipset song might have been Hey Ma. Like, so I came into the game maybe a, a little later. And even then, I wasn't like an avid listener to either. Um, but someone who I did talk to who just listens to them regularly, he said it wasn't a fair fight. He said it was set up to fail. It should have been. He said it, it should have been the locks and mob deep. He said that Dipset was not a fair comparison. Well, let me tell you something. Dipset would have been a great battle if it had been Dipset. They were missing J.R. Rod Hell Rail. And let's see, let me let me get on that. First of all, them two dudes has been pretty much been ostracized. One for being a fucking clown, and that's J.S. Hell Rail. He's a clown. He got his ass whooped in a fucking store and mm-hmm. he do a lot of fuck shit on the internet. Now, I don't understand what the thing is with J.R. Ryder. I, they, they, he should have been there. Okay. Because they're yeah. MCs. You know yeah. what I'm saying? They MCs, yo. That shit they tried to do was lazy. But if they would have brought some real niggas in there, it probably wouldn't have been like. Well, my my thing is, with Dipset's catalog, they should have won, in my opinion. With their hits, they should have won. If we go down track by track, which I did today, I honestly think if Cam wasn't this egotistical Cam that we know now, if you well, if all them niggas were still hungry. The same way the lock showed up, this would have been completely now, different. I dis- now, I disagree with that. I say I think it would have been a better fight, but the reason why I disagree with that is I feel like what that clearly showed you was them niggas was outstandingly hot at their time. The music did not age well, whereas the locks, their shit at the time might have been bland. I'm telling you. But y'all. they're so good at MC, that shit aged fucking perfectly. It, I went because it's just MC and it ain't no trick. It ain't about the fashion. It ain't no fucking crazy ass hook. Them niggas had the world in a headlock because everybody wanted to dress like them. They wanted to speak their slang, but they won't MCs. Mm-hmm. Let's get it right. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like let's they not they not like locks level MCs. Let's just I, get that right. I, you know I feel you on that. But with Dipset, when you say the music doesn't age well, they have anthems. And not just because it's in the name of the song. In my opinion, to me, they have certain songs to where if it plays, it it should be automatic dub. In my opinion, they left a lot of good shit off. They performed some shit that they shouldn't have performed. Like to me, Jim shouldn't perform. uh, Was it Purple City Burger? What about Summer with Miami? He did that song in the set. I didn't see it in there. I, I did. I watched the shit twice. Damn. Okay. Well, what about um any of his any of his new shit? Like his new shit will ring off better than he did some of his new shit at the end. It was whack as fuck. 
Mm. You, are you talking about something like... Uh, it just didn't resonate with the crowd. He did it at the end. Listen, shit's still on the internet, bro. I watched it twice on I'll, I'll watch it again. But in my opinion, if Jim wouldn't have been in some of those... Uh, some of those songs. Say if we would have played something from uh, El Capo. El Capo. You remember how big that was when that shit came out? It was only it was only two years ago. But there was certain shit. I don't know, man. I really felt like Dipset should have won, but obviously, I lost. <laughs> we all. <laughs> <understand>. <laughs> man, I don't know, man. It's... Them it niggas just tough. had an answer. They, they was they was prepared. They so, thought they was gonna kill it with that New York shit. They thought they was gonna kill it with that. What do y'all think about? Um, Jada Kiss calling him out for rapping over their songs. That's what he's supposed to do. But it's hip hop. I mean, I get that. But as I'm going back to the other verses, who else didn't do that? I don't know. I, I, I'm when I, I didn't see the Jada and Fab one. Did you see the Jada and Fab? Yeah, and I don't think he did. But listen, matter of fact, I don't think Big Daddy Kane did either. I, I I don't think I don't think. I don't. I don't know exactly, but I don't think a lot of the good rappers did. I, I really don't. Wrapped over their own their their songs. Yeah, just, yeah, like with the track playing in the back. Right, right, right. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, I mean, with the lyrics playing in the back. Right, with the music. Yeah, with it playing. Yeah. I, I'm trying to remember. Um, I know Gucci and Jeezy did. They had their music playing mm. because you remember part of the time niggas was just sitting down. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, and then, like, and then, like the R and B shits. A lot of them, they actually fucking sung, like a lot of them. Yeah, sung, um, you know yeah, but they were still, like, Ashanti was singing over her music, Keisha mm. was singing over her music. Mm. Um, I remember when the verses first started with Jill Scott, like Jill was singing with her music, I believe. Don't, yeah, I don't quote. remember, but I know the Ozzy brothers didn't. <laughs> I have to tell you that. Well, and, I don't, and, I, don't, and no. I don't think Keith Sweat and Bobby Brown did either. But um, just getting back to the track list on here, me being uh, a big Cam fan, it was really good to see him perform Sucker to Not. <laughs> <laughs> That's such a great song. And then that nigga played, um, what did he play from uh, Purple Haze? Killer Cam. He played Killer Cam. Damn, I feel like there's another one on there. Either way, I'm glad Cam got out of his superstar funk and just acted, you know, accordingly, even though he didn't perform the way he probably should have when he made that comment. You know, anybody got a problem with me, go get your gun like Cam. I thought we've I thought we've grown up, but it was good to see him. Yeah, it was was very entertaining. I think I'm going to have to go back. I'm going to go back and watch it again. Not going to promise you that I'm not going to drink again. I'm just not going to drink as much so that I can make it through the entire. I got a honey gun, a honey clip. Man, so somebody I don't know if that's true or not, but somebody told me that 50 had an issue with them um, performing that song with Ja Rule. That ain't Ja Rule's song. That's Fat Joe's song. What the fuck you talking about? Is it that song then? <laughs> Let me see. No, that, that John was in that song, but that ain't 50. Ain't oh, well, then, yeah. It was like some pressure about? about it, though. Yeah, 50 suck a dick. Shut up. Period. I'm glad y'all agree. I think, is that one artist that we agree on? No, I like I mean, that. right there is too much. I like 52 with that. What the fuck are you talking about right there, though? Shut up. He gets on my nerves. Let them niggas rock out shit. Ain't nobody gonna you do it versus ain't nobody gonna stop you from playing shit. <laughs> That's what I was gonna say. He just oh, mad because ain't nobody asking him. I, I think I heard that he he said 
That's Ja Rule's song. He can't. He versus is not good for him. Like he can't. It's not a benefit to him. That's Ja Rule's song. That's Ja Rule's. That's Fat Joe's song. It says Ja Rule featuring. A hundred guns. That song. I'm from New York. What's the name of the song? A hundred guns. Excuse me. That's Ja Rule's song. A hundred guns is Ja Rule's song. It's called New York. It's Ja Rule's song. Play it. Yeah. Do you know why I thought that song was Fat Joe's song? Because he came out as his song at first. Cool and Drake produced the track for Fat Joe and then he turned it down. And Jada just picked it. I mean, uh, Jada Kiss, who said was interested in the track, couldn't get it because Ja Rule grabbed it. I knew that shit was his song at first. Like, it was on mixtapes as Fat Joe's song at one time. But that's why I understand why Dad say shit like, I wait for shit to come out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, because it be on everybody's shit. Because that was Fat Joe's song at first, man. I, I was for sure of it. You know, speaking like, of another, another thing like that was, uh, you remember Jamie's songs, Fall For Your Type? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that used to, that was, uh, that was Drake. That was Drake. I heard that Drake yeah. first. Drake yeah. did that better. It was better. <laughs> yeah. Drake did that way better. Yo, speaking of ignorant rap, I really like, um, there's two people I really like. Well, two songs. Uh, YMW Melly, Murder On My Mind. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yes. Fuck a lot of shit. I love him though. Yes. I love him though. And I didn't even realize he had a history with Kanye before he got locked up. Mm-hmm. And then um, talk about that. Tell me about that. They had a, had music, right? Like yeah, I, I think. Why, he, well, I think he was going to be good music. Yeah, he was. He mm. was getting ready to blow up. Bro got locked right the fuck up too. He had a song with somebody. Um, who one of the people that just got Kodak did a song with him. I don't know how they did that with him being locked up, but the the dude is talented. I'll be honest with you. And, and who then, your second that, person? That that, that um, murdered out shit, man. That shit murdered out. Well, there's a uh, Tay K. The race. He made it. Well, he had a he had a murder charge, and he made a song called The Race about him running instead of uh, going back to court. And then, Is it Lil Tecca? Lil Tecca? Yeah. Yeah, Lil Tecca's nice, yeah. yeah I think I'm not familiar. I think he's locked up for life. The little boys love for him. For an actual murder. Like, the, the, the boy I mentor, that's his homeboy. He like, he's a little nice with glasses. Oh, no, 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 no. No, no, it's not Lil Tecca. It's uh, K-K. Oh, okay. I don't know him. Yeah, uh, yeah, that shit's hard, though. Mm-hmm. Very problematic. Very problematic. Um, I guess we can go ahead and get into the rest of the docket if you guys want to. Um, I saw that T.I. got arrested in Amsterdam. Um, apparently it was a, I won't say it's a pleasant experience because I guess getting arrested is never a pleasant experience. But oh, he, how he you said start he, like that? <laughs> he said he was asked to get into the police car. Yes. He, he said he was never handcuffed. He had his phone and did an Instagram video while he was being detained. Um, he he referred to it as a kerfluffle or some some shit like <laughs> one of those Ti words. Um, but since he hasn't been really expressive or he hasn't given a lot of details of the incident, he just keeps calling it a misunderstanding and kind of letting that be that. He said that he didn't recognize that the person was a police officer when he was speaking to him. So I don't know what that means. I don't know. If, 
Yeah, I don't know what that means, but yeah, um, that <laughs> look that was that. Um, also, I saw that Lil Dirk says that he will no longer be mentioning the dead in his songs or while saying their names while he's performing. Mm. Well, there is <clears throat> there is a certain uh, stereotype about Lil Dirk. Some would say that uh, he's like, the, you know, I'm not going to say it. Fuck it, because I don't want no smoke. But, you know, <laughs> there's a certain aura about Lord Dirk, some would say. Let's so I get it. Rep. He got a rep, huh? That too. Right. right. Just to get a rep. Because <laughs> um, it seems that, well, shit, I'll say it. It seems that... <laughs> Not even laughing, it's not a laughing matter, but it it's seems not. that his mentioning of well, it seems like he's had a lot of death around him. Um, we'll say that, and we all know that Lil Dirk is known for popping his shit about the dead in his songs, so I don't know if this is maybe like an aha moment. Or um, if this is if he's doing this because this is something that has been expressed from um, from his fans like plenty of times they've been saying that he needed to chill out with that. So yeah, I, I think it's a good thing because you know, in a way, I would say he's probably influenced a lot of these young dudes. Like, mm, absolutely, you know, like you know, like uh, you know the song "Who I Smoke" and all them type. Mm. You know, we talked about the Florida rappers. Like, they gotta be inspired by the Chicago stuff. You know what I'm saying? And I, it's I really, the thing that he's doing. I really, really like that who I smoke. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, <laughs> all them little dudes, man. It's really disrespectful. Like, it's really disrespectful. But yeah. yeah. Um, so that was that with um, Lil Dirk. Also, um, I saw that Kanye removed, oh, speaking of the little baby, I mean, the baby, I see that Kanye removed um, Na 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 from streaming platforms, and that is a song that is featuring the baby. Hmm. What do y'all think about that? Well, I don't even think I played it more than once, so maybe there's something to say about that. It could just be <laughs> one of them songs that Kanye was like, let's just get rid of it. Mm-hmm. But obviously there's, there's some politics behind it. Kanye, you know, he's he's a businessman. He has deals with Gap, Adidas, all that good shit. So even though I stuck up for the baby last episode, which I fully stand behind, when it comes with Kanye, you know, number one, he's a nut. And then number two, he's a very big businessman. As a matter of fact, this episode is about businessmen. And I think he is possibly number one this year on that list. So he has to, well, he didn't have to, but It made sense. It could be political. I definitely agree with that statement. It could be uh, business related political because, you know, on the other side, knowing what I know about Kanye, it doesn't make sense. So the business makes sense to me. You know what I mean? I mean, I get that, but like, it's not like it's on an up and coming album. It's already released. Like Dua Lipa, she came out and said what she said and how she felt about his statements and left it at that. Is there anybody else that's taking songs off of? Streaming platforms, and, and, that, and that's why it's probably easy for him to do. It really doesn't matter. It's just a, it's just a move, a statement, something he probably. That's why I think what Dad said is 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 probably 
True. It, it's he had to do something, and he did something that really didn't. Fuck did he out. have to <laughs> do something though? No, you're right. He didn't. Have to. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm trying to say. Did they, he have to do something? Like nobody was thinking about that. Well, it's the same way uh, I said the last episode, where there's certain you didn't have to speak out. The same way with Ti, I didn't have to speak out. I didn't agree with Chris Brown or Questlove. But with Kanye and Dua Lipa and Elton John, when all these bigger artists come together and make a statement like that, it says a couple of things. Number one, that they're trying to get the baby out of here because these are large stars. So for them to even come out and make that statement, I feel like there might be an agenda to get the baby out of here corporately. Um, he is a very, you know, I'll, I'll just say it simply. He's too He's too black for white entertainment, and they're trying to get him out of here. That sucks. It does suck because honestly, I, I I do feel like if he gets canceled by white folks, he's canceled because you know we already had the conversation about the baby versus little baby, and mm-hmm. it's already been said that the baby is crossed over. Like mm-hmm. he's getting played on white stations. Mm-hmm. He lose that, he in trouble, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He did That's- cross over uh, before little baby. But little, I think little baby, he's probably there now. Yeah, I was gonna say little baby, he definitely is is up there now. They're playing him on the white stations as well. But then again, I was a the baby fan first. I'll be honest with you guys. So I, I there is um, a certain uh, bias in my opinion. So hmm. I I like everything about the baby except for the homophobic shit. Mm-hmm. I like the swagger. I like the same rhyme patterns, even though he's killing every bar. I li- I like the baby. I do the humor. Yeah, I like him. I definitely like him. I don't like the f- yeah. Like I said, I feel like one if he would just go ahead and just try to come out on t- you know what I mean on top of this, he could move on. But he's still still uh, taking a nigga approach to the situation. Facts and. Uh, I think that's all I have for my docket. Pretty much, yeah. That's all I had. What about you, Des? What you got? Uh, the only thing I have on my docket this week is the Tyler Creator interview on Hot 97. Did you guys have a chance to see it? I I, lots of clips, clips, clips. Okay. He said a lot of things I like. Well, we talked about for sure. and he said that I like. Yeah. For sure. Before we get started, Rod, how do you feel about Tyler? Like as, Tyler, as a rapper? Well, you know, you know, I like him as a rapper. Yeah. But as a person, he's starting to grow on me because I'm starting to see his his the way he thinks, and I I think that he, the way I like my hip hop, ultra gritty and raw, ignorant. I think he's refreshing in, in that space. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Yeah, he I really is. Agree. He really is. And, and and the thing is, is that I I I like his versatility because, like I said, man, his last album, in my opinion. Man, that shit was almost like a, a you know, the 40, 40 year old niggas was like, yo, this is hip hop. Like, this shit sound like us. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was hard. It was Every, hard. <clears throat> everything that you said is what I loved about Tyler Creator in this interview. For, for me, uh, Tyler isn't a rapper that I generally would check for. I was, a fa- I was a fan when he first came out with Goblin and all that and Odd Future. I like the movement. But that little in-between time between his couple albums and Flower Boy and this uh, latest one. What, what's the name of this latest one, Rod? Uh, uh, damn. Uh, I see you when I get there? Is that what it is? I, something like that. I see you when yeah, I get there? Something like something that. Like that. Yeah. But between that, I learned a lot about his headspace in this interview. 
I had no idea how smart, creative, and how prepared he was for this moment. Uh, he said when he dropped uh, Goblin, you guys remember his first single, uh, the one he had the roaches crawling in his eyes and shit. So I was all blacked oh, out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 crawls, yeah. Upside down cross shit like that. He said then that he was going to win the Grammy. He knew his trajectory at that moment. And for me, I was looking at it on a very surface level. I was like, you know, this is a weird ass rapper. I like it. I fuck with it. He can rap and it's a little different. And he gives you like that early vulgar Eminem side to it and can still pull it off. And he's mm. funny as shit. So I was a fan then. I didn't know all of this. You know, it, to me, it was amazing. I am a huge Tyler, the creator fan at this moment, simply because of this interview. Um, call me if you get lost. Call me. Thank you. Call me if you get lost. Call me if you get lost. So a couple clips from this interview went viral. Uh, I, I think we can just start with the biggest one where he brought up DJ Khaled. He said it was like watching a man die inside. Is that part of the whole Khaled thing? Like, you felt like at the time when that conversation happened? Bro, that Khaled was, thing was like, it was fun. It was just watching a man die inside because the under the under, the, the guy that, you know, the weirdo was winning. I was moonwalking in a wig. Everyone on his album, everyone. And it's like, oh, no. <laughs> this but, bridge gonna work. <laughs> so, but, but, but it's to the same point, isn't again, it? About like, not understanding again, what's happening in the Not understanding, like, and he wasn't wrong. Like, I'm not in the barber shop. I'm not at the club. I'm not did it did it skinny. I'm not in the back of the Maybach. <laughs> right? And he's not wrong. But like his what is now? big where it's big and your shit is big where it's but, big. But like yes, yeah, so well, when I got that number one, it was that the world is one dimensional. It's not all that's what I'm saying, bro. <laughs> and it's like To me, that is the greatest line. He he was taking major shots at Cal. He said that he died inside because the weirdo won and he had all the stars on his album. And Tyler still had the number one album. Rod, what do you think about that? I, I, yo, <laughs> I like that. He said the weirdo one. You know, I, I I don't know if there's any beef between them. But one thing I, I will say in Khaled's defense, Khaled just doesn't seem like a hater. So I don't know where that's coming from. You know what I mean? Khaled does not. He's, he's far from a hater, if you ask me. So. I don't have any proof to back this up, but I do. When Tyler brought this up, when he was mocking Khaled, when he was like, you know, niggas, you know, niggas don't hear Tyler in the barbershop or in the back of Maybachs and shit like that. He was referencing DJ Khaled. I don't have any proof, but I want to say that's the shit that Khaled said that week. Oh, when he lost. damn. Oh, damn. Now, if he said that, then that's all deserved. Deserved, beloved. He's supposed to say that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Another thing I didn't know was that Jay-Z is this big homie. Who? Tyler? Yeah. Well, it makes sense. Just think of the moves he makes. And you know us is this big homie, too. For real. That's his mentor. You see, think about the moves he makes. And, and, and then I'm going to tell you another thing, too, man. Being out there is political. So it ain't no mistake that Tyler's really out there. You know what I'm saying? If his big homie is Jay-Z and Pharrell. That's a fact. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. And, that, and that's not with disrespect to his talent. Because the nigga's talented. You know what I'm saying? You know what? I a Spur of the moment, but I think one episode we have we might have to do the people versus our future. 
Oh, I'm definitely with it because I like them a lot. I did I, like I, I, I like his Egypt. brother. Earl Sweatshirt is nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, even the the girl, uh, uh, what do they call her? She does like the rock and roll. Even that's key, even kind of hot. You know what I'm saying? Like they are all right. Yeah, I said we we have that coming up. And uh, the last thing I want to touch on in that. Um, Tyler thinks that Jadakus, uh, he said he's in love with Jadakus. I did see that. And I agreed oh. with his statement. <laughs> he, he was talking about how he aged well and he get, had all that swagger. He said he was, what did he say? I, I, I wish I had the, the actual <clears throat> comment itself because it was hilarious. And I was just like, yes. <laughs> Tyler said something that, to me that was so insightful. And I was telling Des about it. And I, you know, I like this line a lot. And this is actually something that I've had conversations with uh, kids that I mentor uh, before. And I may even have this conversation with Des way back in the past, but he was talking about art and music and the way people view things. And when one thing he said is, you know, you and I can hear a song and hear completely different things. You know what I mean? Like the first thing I may notice when I hear Jedekiah's song is his cadence and his lyrics, because I really like that type of shit. And then you may be somebody to be like, yo, that's where his beat core is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Or you may be like, uh, uh, you know, his rhyme pattern is crazy or the, the drum pattern that song is crazy. But everybody will appreciate little pieces of the song a little differently. And I think that's just brilliant, man. It, it, no, I really fuck with him for that statement. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Very good yeah. point. I fuck with Tyler the Creator. They, I think, I know that I felt like a, a people were upset that year that he did um, win over DJ Khaled. Um, just because, I mean, but those are just like people who like mainstream hip hop. Tyler was different. He no was promotion. He had to have different. A, a different palette for that, and not many people had that, but. I like Tyler. He's creative. Like you said, he's he's gritty, like on another level. You gotta have like some dark shit mm-hmm. <laughs> to appreciate him. But I, I like Tyler the creator. Right. That first Tyler, song was called Yonkers, by the way. I used to Yonkers. love that Yonkers. Yes. I love that shit, yo. I didn't Fire. like uh Frank Ocean. My me getting open to Frank Ocean was what brought me to Tyler the Creator. But the comment that he wrote was um that Pause. I think I got a crush on Jada Kiss. That nigga confidence and voice control is crazy, and he aged well. Weesh. And I'm just like, my thoughts exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> Rob, what about you? We mean, so you got, for the got anything for the docket? Oh, well, no, I spilled my guts on the docket. That shit was all about the locks versus. <laughs> I, I spilled my guts. Unless you go, oh, what? You got something for me to talk about? Yes, what? yes. Uh, come on, man. We still have no Kanye album. We do have to talk. There was another is, Donda. Is that surprising? Event. Are we surprised? I did, I did watch that too. Yes. Okay. So give us, I didn't watch it, but give us your thoughts on the Donda Vicks. I heard the album well, was different. I, I, I can tell you this. Some of the things that you didn't like about the first thing was clean. Quality was very good. Video quality was very good. Uh, you know how we were talking about how we felt like uh, some of the songs were incomplete and he wasn't even rapping on rapping through and all that. All that shit was fixed up. He had more features, way more features, way more features. I'm talking about, you know, this nigga feature list is, is just, oh my God, it's so long, man. It's, it's in the teens. It's I heard Cuddy's on there. I fuck with Cuddy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, 
before you before you get in, because I don't know who's on there. Before you get into that, I want to say this though. You know, um, people who know me know I really, really, really like Jay Electronica. You know, like I really like him. And uh, you know, I and I do the leaks. I'm a leaky guy. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so uh, he, he's got a song up there with Jay Electronica, and I was telling my brother, the song actually has the rest of the locks up there. But I didn't know it until like my 15th time listening to the song. <laughs> and that's dead up because every time Jay Electronica's verse would end, I go back to the beginning because he was just, yo, he said some shit. I'm going to tell you what he said up there that would really fuck my mind up. He said so many things on there. But he said the DOJ, the DOJ just confirmed Ezekiel's will. What is he talking about? DO, the DOJ just confirmed they saw Ezekiel's will. He's talking about when the Air Force came out and said they saw them alien ships, yo. Mm. That's what he's talking about. Ezekiel's mm. will is the alien ship. You know what I'm saying? Oh, in the sky. I got it way up. In, okay, I got you. You see you. what I'm saying? I got you. He was, yo, when he said that, sh- I got goosebumps now thinking about it. Yo. <laughs> this nigga, yo, this nigga said some shit. I was like, yo, stop. Jay, just stop, man. Don't do it no more. That's crazy. Ooh. That's crazy. Did y'all uh did y'all hear the King's Disease too? Yeah. Oh yes, we forgot to talk about that. Well, we did not. Why? Because it was good, but it wasn't yeah. great. Yeah, it wasn't great. Yeah, it was just all right. Really? I but heard I it tell once. You what, I, that Lauryn Hill thing. song was. See, that's the that's the thing. He got Lauryn Hill to rap again, so that's her... that's going to be big news. Mm-hmm. That's true. But even her bar, her her verse. Like, first of all. Let me just, as much as I, I say Gucci's my favorite rapper, Lauryn Hill is my favorite musician of all time. Yeah, that, yeah. like, like, that, like, musician, anybody that can make any type of music with their hands, feet, fingers, whatever they want to do, Lauryn's my favorite. I have went, I didn't complain when I sat at those concerts. <laughs> <laughs> hey, so she was talking about, snort. she wasn't talking about you. She wasn't talking <laughs> about me. Okay. She said she what she said she was trying to save souls. Niggas talking about her being late for shows. Fuck y'all. <laughs> <laughs> She's trying to save souls. Oh my gracious. Period. On, I love Miss Lauren Hill. Don't ever play with her ever in your life. And she like you said, she she rapping. I say yes. Yeah, right. Yes. You know, you know, like the last couple of times we we hear a song, they be like featuring Lauren Hill. It's like a rip. Uh, sample, you know what I mean? Yeah, and I, I fully expected this to be that. And when I heard her rapping, I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, it was good. We definitely. I need to go back though, because I can't say whether I agree with y'all as far as it being all right. Well, you know, I I I, I will say that I probably only gave it one run through. Same, but. You know the thing about Nas that I that I agree that that I feel like, you know, I think some dudes will agree with this. I feel like Nas debuts are always underwhelming, and I I feel like Nas never really gets like that one beat that just you know put your mind put your head in the and you're like oh I gotta ride that over. And he just never really gets that to me. You know, the last time he had that was a major look. Ooh, yeah, right. So you're saying he, he's not but he's not working with some good producers. Well, this album, I, I I will agree with that. I don't like like he 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 did Hit Boy the whole album. It was a whole Hit Boy was a whole album. I, from what I've from what I've I've heard on the internet that he hmm. was it was Hit Boy, and I just don't agree with you know what I mean that he could have you know made it a little bit diverse. 
this, this and it, to my point is with Nas, I, I feel like a lot of his albums, especially the older Nas, you start to appreciate the lyrics later, and then you can stand stand the music. You feel what I'm saying? I feel like he really That's hasn't had that beat. You know what I mean? But you gonna you gonna you gonna definitely go for the lyrics though. You know what I mean? You gonna he'll never disappoint you there. Nah, ever, ever. And he has some good features. EPMD with Eminem. That's a, that's a good mm-hmm. song. Charlie Wilson. Yeah. 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 Your man Blast. Blast on there. That's good for Blast to get on there. That's good for him. Yeah, absolutely. It was a good album. Oh, one hot take I wanted to put in the episode. Yo, I really do think that um, Kanye's trying to hold down all of August so Drake can't drop. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. And you know what? I do not enjoy that pettiness, Kanye. <laughs> That's all. petty. And, and see, I'm gonna tell you, he's fucking himself up because his shit is leaked everywhere. Everybody's gonna hear the song and hear your album when it come out. Niggas is not gonna be rushing to go get it because they done heard it already. Come on, chill out, man. I think he's trying to make sure people still fucking with him. I think no, I, I, I honestly think it's a Drake thing. Everybody knows Certified Lovers Boy is supposed to drop before the end of summer. So Labor Day is right around the corner. Now Kanye is trying to hold down. Trying to hold August hostage for this nigga, you know what I mean? Yo, it's <laughs> definitely about Drake. Not, that shit is petty right. and it's dumb. And you know what? It may backfire on his ass. It may get to the point where niggas don't got time for them shit because they streaming Drake, you dumbass. And you know what? So I'm so glad that he re-upped the track list and gave us a lot more features because when I first went there uh, to listening party and I listened to it when I got home, I was very critical and I was talking about Kanye as a lyricist. But with him giving us so many different features, this is going to be like a Kanye, Kanye's DJ Khaled project. You know what I mean? In his type of own version. So if it's going to have, if it's going to be, be feature good. heavy, I'm actually, that might be good. You know, I say look forward hey, to it. Yeah, I can tell you like good. this. I saw the feature list. That shit is in the teens. Yeah, that might be. It's a lot of people, yo. It's a lot of people. That's good. Same. But I might first listen love to it. Drop. Yeah, it, yo, it, hasn't, it hasn't really been no talk about that uh, this week. Have you heard? I haven't heard not a nothing. Thing. I ain't heard nothing about not it at all. People news. Hey, last week or maybe the week before, he was. I think somebody must send to me. He was on OVO Sound Radio, and he said Certified Lover Boy is done. He was just speaking his. But that was the week before. Patois. That was two weeks was ago. Week. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. See, and that right there got me thinking that this could be the week. You know, it's a cool little calm before the storm. You know what I mean? This might be the week. I hope so. Kids done went back to school. Give me something to listen to in the morning. Yo, facts, bro. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> I need to be in the shower bopping out. You know what I'm right. Get ready for work and That's shit. That's what I'm saying. This is the perfect time for it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, let's go ahead and get into today's case review um it's not really a competition today guys we are reviewing the forbes highest paid hip-hop artists list so the curry brothers have picked some of their faves from this list and um they they pick these people based off of who's getting the most money who has the 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 businesses that are still getting the most money and I am very interested to hear who is on here. Um, who wants to go first, Rod? All right, here we go. Yo, I'm gonna jump out the box with a guy that I talk about here often. I don't know what my obsession with this dude is, 
but he's always into something, and I just I I, I follow him, and that's Diddy. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know what it is, man. I fuck with Diddy. He- I like to criticize him. I like to like him. You know what I'm saying? I like Diddy. Brother love. Diddy. Brother love. Like you say, he into something. It looks like he into Carisha. <laughs> oh yes, I saw another thing. <laughs> I did. I saw her. You saw her sitting in his lap. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. Probably got the other hand in the per- in the in the pocket. Go, girl, yeah, get that though. I said, okay. <laughs> they said I seen um on Twitter. They said he gonna do the same thing he um for her as he did for uh, Cassie. Nothing. <laughs> oh, you know, man, white man. Anyway, <laughs> as of two twenty, I have Diddy as. $820 million, $820 million net worth of 2020. Now, I will, I'm willing to believe since that's 2020, we're in 2021, that number's probably closer to a billy. Mm-hmm. Probably right at a billy, okay? Now, this dude got his foot in everything. The biggest thing that he drew most of his money came from Ciroc, believe it or not. You know what I mean? I can believe Ciroc, well, you Well, if, if you exclude Bad Boy Entertainment, Bad Boy Entertainment, you know, got built the built mm-hmm. the mound, and then Ciroc pretty pretty much took him over. But yo, this dude got other things. Yo, you you, you heard about his other con, his other um tequila, uh, Delion? Yeah, Delion. Yeah. Delion. I, I didn't know Big that was his tequila. I didn't know that, that was his tequila though. Yes, yes, Delion. Wow. He is, he is like I, 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 uh, major um, mm. what do they call it? majority owner in Delion. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you another thing too, man. Do you know that Sean John still rakes in millions of dollars? Fuck out of here. They did Sean like John. A, they did like a relaunch a couple of years back. You remember they were trying to bring it back? So I'm sure people are buying it still. Yeah, wow. that shit rakes in millions. And listen, the nigga bought Liz Claiborne. Wow. That nigga bought Zach Poston. You know what I'm saying? And Anise. So if you buy any of that shit, you buying Sean John putting money in Diddy pocket. I didn't know that. I was that like, no, Sean John's still something. Yes, Liz Claiborne. <laughs> I got, got some Liz Claiborne slack. I was going to say, not Liz Claiborne. <laughs> yeah. This dude got energy drinks. Y'all ever heard of Aqua Hydrate? I didn't even know it. He, 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 he's down with uh, Mark Wahlberg. Mm. They got, a, they got a, a big energy drink called um, uh, 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 Aqua Hydrate. Now, this is something that I think is, is pretty dope. Besides real estate, Diddy actually has an esports platform called Player Versus. Now I fucks with that, Diddy. I fucking eat. And listen, not only not only does he have an esports platform called Player Versus, it's actually being used by some colleges. You know, colleges have esports teams now, mm-hmm. and they're using Diddy's platform. That shit is crazy, man. Oh, one other one other thing with the Alcohydrate, him and Mark Wahlberg are work, working on a CBD infused sports drink. I don't know how that's gonna work. Oh yes. I, I don't know. It's probably it, it must be like a recovery drink or something. You know what I'm saying? Yes, think it's gonna yeah, be. It's gotta be. Yeah, because they can't drink that before they go out there to do nothing. <laughs> yeah, 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 gonna, yeah. That's dope. Yeah, and oh, and and the last thing that I, uh, he's he's made at least ten million dollars off of New York real estate too, at least. So yeah, that's mm. my Diddy. Diddy Diddy got his foot in everything, yo. Okay. Well, since this isn't. A competition. <laughs> I'm gonna go with my favorite artist, the guy that I follow and look forward to anytime he drops, and that's Drake. <laughs> of course. So uh, Drake, uh, I think, according to 2021, I'm not gonna give out the website where I got this from, but according to this website, he's worth a uh, 180 mil, or maybe that's mm-hmm. what he made last year. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure, but either way, 
I think it's got to be more than that. Nigga, have you seen the plane he has? Oh, yeah, I have. Have y'all seen that plane? Mm-hmm. That shit's crazy. Have y'all seen the house? Have y'all seen the palace? I've definitely seen the house pictures. Woo. I haven't seen the house pictures. Yo, that nigga's house is so big. When he raps about starting uh, his own league in his crib so his homie, so he can watch his homies play, that shit's real. I've <laughs> seen he had his own basketball league in his house. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that's what's that. What's that? Uh, Cry now. What's that song? That video. They. They. That's in his house. Oh, that's last crib. Oh, last night. Oh, yeah, that's, really? That's at his crib. Damn. Oh, was that Nike? Oh, was that Nike? I think it was at the uh, Nike facilities. Boys Town. Not Boys Town. Oregon. Oregon. Okay. Well, speaking of that, um, well, first, I really want to do get Drake's net worth correct. Hold on. We wanted to go with the Forbes. Oh yeah, it looks like it is 180. Mm. Okay. 200 probably now. Yeah, probably 200. But uh, <laughs> so, not only did he make his money from being the biggest artist of the decade, but do you guys remember that Sprite endorsement that he had? Oh he yeah, I remember that. Hmm. That's I what, remember that. Th- you remember he had the commercial where he's in the studio, his head comes uh, out. Yeah. So he had that deal right before LeBron's, uh, what was it, Love of the Game? Uh, LeBron's doc drop. So made a grip off of that. Uh, he started his own record label, OVO Sound, in 2012, uh, which was the same time he was recording Nothing, nothing Was the Same. So started a record label while recording one of the most fire albums only niggas could dream of having. And he signed artists like Party Next Door Division, Cash Doll, Boy Wanda, yada, yada, yada. Uh, he's also the global ambassador for the Raptors. So I'm not really sure what monetary value comes with that. But nigga, you're a global ambassador for NBA team. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Right, right. They had a fucking his logo on NBA jersey. Shit's fucking crazy. Um, well, like Diddy, he has a stake in a gaming organization in a uh, gaming team called the 100 Thieves. So as a gamer, I'm going to be looking into that. I'm pretty sure it's fire. Uh, if you guys remember, about, probably like five or six years ago, he dropped his own alcohol uh, similar to Diddy, but it was called Virginia Black Whiskey. Mm, you guys remember that? Mm-mm, I didn't know that. I tried it when it came out. It's decent. You know, it came in a cool looking bottle, I guess. <laughs> but one last thing I want to close out with Drake. I'm not sure what other artists would do this, but he signed a deal with Nike and Jordan in 2013. Hey. He signed like a, a deal like this nigga's an athlete. <laughs> not like he an athlete. So... That is my take on Drake. We're still waiting on Certified Lover Boy. When that comes out, I'm sure it'll be more millions to make. A lot more. I feel like you don't press him about this album like you've been pre- like you press other artists. Because I know when I get, it, I'm going to be satisfied. You know, I mean, yeah, no matter what it is. Yeah. What you know? What uh, LP told us that he has a tanning bed that he uses while he's on tour. So whatever it takes for him to get. To the greatness, you know. Yo, what type of black person has a tanning bed? That's all I need to know. I don't give a damn if he's half Jewish or whatever. What type of black person has a fucking tanning bed, bro? Light skin problems. <clears throat> I can't maybe, relate. Maybe, maybe, maybe one day my son will have it, and I'll be looking crazy like talking about Drake. My son <laughs> <has a light> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Nigga have a tanning bed and be like, see you talking about Drake. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, let me get my next one off real quick. <laughs> 
And then I'll yeah. pass it to Rob. Okay. Let me double up. So my next one is going to be someone that I enjoy more on the screen. He wasn't really uh, in my era when it comes to current hip-hop music. But that's Ice Cube. We all know Ice Cube is. He's a staple in hip-hop. Uh, Rod is wearing this shirt as we speak. <laughs> They're listing Ice Cube at $160 million, which I think that's going to grow tremendously for the next couple of years. So not only is Ice Cube an actor, he's a screenwriter, and he's the founder of the Big Three. So with his uh, acting, we all know what he's been in. Movies like Friday, uh, what was this shit he did uh, as a principal? Oh, I like that. Get Hard. Oh, that like movie. When they go back to co- uh, school, and then, then they have the second one, and um, they have the college. School Fight. Was it what? Well, I think it was School Fight or something like that. School Fight, some shit like that. That was yeah. funny shit. Bro. Okay. So we all know that Ice Cube can act his ass off. Rod, I'm sure you can touch on this, but with Ice Cube being in the NWA, which is probably like a notorious gangster rap style of music, how do you see Ice Cube pulling this off? Like becoming not only a great rapper, but a great actor as well. Like, is that weird for you to watch? No, man, because I think for him... I think the way he did it gradually in his crossover, I think he was basically a dream, like a, a, a good blueprint. I think what he did, a lot of niggas would want to do. I mean, because honestly, he went hardcore, educational, you know what I mean? Because because America's Most Wanted wasn't really gangster. It was more or less like, I'm going to teach these niggas something. You know what I'm saying? If you really listen to that album, he was trying to speak to black folks. It was more or less black power. And mm. then he started doing... And then he started doing movies. And when he started doing movies, less music. You dig what I'm saying? And then he started doing kids' movies. Uh, then he, and when he started doing kids' movies, it was less gangster mm-hmm. shit. And then and, and, and then he started to, you know, he then he started doing all these business things. I think his progression was marvelous. Yeah, that's so, that's that's ideal. That's how it's supposed to, that's the order is. Yeah. I mean, like that's how it's supposed to go, right? Right, yeah. I mean, he's yeah. supposed to still be doing all that gangster shit. As you get older, and the movie's called Twenty One Jump Jump Street and Twenty Two Jump Street. No, nah, that's a different movie, but I like those too. Um, yeah. He was a principal in there, or no, 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 he was the 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 lead of there. Oh, yeah, the lead cop. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. But um, not only is Ice Cube an actor, did y'all know he's a screenwriter? Yes. So he he wrote Friday, he yes. wrote Friday After Next, he wrote uh, Players Club. Like oh. Cube Cube's out there. He's been um, writing. So and then. And then, obviously, the big three. Uh, I think the big three has shocked the world the way it's taken off. If you guys don't know, the big three is where retired or former athletes who never really made it come back and play on a three-on-three game just like, you know, like a regular competition. They show it on CBS uh, on Saturdays. But it's really good, and it's taken off. They tour nationally, uh, so see them if they're in your city. But Ice Cube, great businessman. Yeah, man, that, that big three was needed. And, and so let me speak on that real quick about the big three. Listen, there's been a lot of leagues in basketball who've tried and, and got crushed under the weight of the NBA. And I think the reason why he was able to not get crushed out of the NBA because he really had original idea. And he went about it in a great way with the older, you know, the older ex-vets mm-hmm. and European players. You know, it, it, that right there was something that I'm sure he was told, no. You know what I mean? This is not going to work. 
And look, it, this shit worked. And you know that style of gameplay to where they have to end the game uh, with the game-winning shot, so there's not really a, a, a shot clock. Mm-hmm. Was that his idea first in the league? I, I didn't. I don't know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, but you are you speaking of an Elam ending? Yes. No, that came from the TBT. Okay. Because I was about to say, because they did that in the NBA All-Star game for the first time this year. Yes, the NBA All-Star game. What they did is called an Elam ending. They came from the TBT tournament uh, Mm -hmm. about maybe like five years ago when they first started. And basically what it is is you get to a certain point and then they stop the clock and you have to win. Like, you know, let's just say they stop the clock and it's 105 to, uh, uh, to 120. The first one to 137 wins. You dig what I'm saying? And 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 that's how they and that's how they rock it. No clock. Yeah, love it. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah, y'all lost me at the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, at the end of that, too, <laughs> like <laughs> y'all lost me at the end of that. But that was cool. <laughs> <laughs> no, but yeah, Ice Cube. He definitely is a. Um, I didn't realize that he had though that written those. I didn't know he wrote Friday. I didn't know he was writing way back then. I definitely did not know he wrote Players Club. So he's been like I didn't know that either. A creative for a long time, long time. That's what's up. Oh, and he's a good actor too. Very good. He's actually good. You know what I mean? And we can't forget his uh, activism too. His whole Black Agenda for America. Yes, yes, that's Cube. That's nice. Oh, Ice Cube. All right, Rod. Who you got next? You know, I'll tell you, man, the things that happen on this show that, that are not planned, it's so dope that he did Ice Cube because the transition to, from Ice Cube to what I'm about to do now is so good because these dudes have such parallels. I don't think he's caught Cube in the money aspect, but I definitely think he's caught Cube in the work. This man has tons of work. He's everywhere. And I'm talking about Snoop Dogg. Ain't that fucking dope that I'm doing Snoop Dogg behind Uncle Cube? Snoop. That's a good one. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ain't that dope? Listen. According to my research, Snoop is worth 150 mil as of 2021. And listen, let me get this right. Snoop Lion, because the motherfucker did change legally change his he name. Did. You know what I'm saying? Snoop Lion, okay? Let's get that right. Listen, Snoop probably is the only dude that can rival Q's work. Now, other dudes on our list got money, but the work. Snoop has done so many things, man, from endorsements to TVs to movies. I mean... Listen, I'm going to tell you something I found out about Snoop that really fucked my mind up. This nigga has made $60,000 in selling his own art. Get the fuck out of here, dog. Wow. His own art? I didn't know that. His own art. Snoop, dog. Get the fuck out of here. Listen, Snoop has 14 studio albums, right? That's nuts in itself. Snoop, now this is where you're you're about to get fucked up. Snoop has produced 33 movies. Mm. Produced. Produced 33 movies. Snoop has been in 252 movies. God damn. Snoop has been in 252 <laughs> movies, my nigga. Listen, Snoop has been on 236 movie soundtracks. 230. Listen, I, I could just do this dude is crazy. He's wrote, written, wrote, whatever the fuck my bad English is trying to say. <laughs> nine movies. Snoop wrote writer credit. Snoop has directed four movies. I mean, Snoop, direct, Snoop has Snoop has produced 
two pornos. <laughs> Snoop has done Fire. this fucking. I no. did not know that. Listen, Snoop has two hundred and two TV credits, and I'm willing to bet if I by by tonight it's two hundred and three. <laughs> he is on everything. He be on everything. everybody's show. Snoop is on five video games. Wow. All right. Now here, now here comes the shit that's gonna totally fuck your brains up. Co-owner of Reddit. Wow. Okay. Co-owner Snoop. of Reddit. Wow. Yeah. When I when I read that, it, it, my, my 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 jaw hit the ground. He, wow. Listen. Major stock owner of Robinhood. Nice. The app Robinhood. Couldn't couldn't just couldn't believe that. Here's another one that blew my mind that I didn't know. Now this is recent. Snoop owns all his own masters. Hmm. Big fucking deal. Hmm. Big fucking deal. Own all his own masters. And lastly, I the research on this I I, I didn't have time. But Snoop is waist deep in the cannabis industry. Oh yeah, waist deep. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, from endorsements to companies own to to uh, 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 whatever you can think of. Snoop is waist deep. That's it. That's my Snoop. We love Uncle Snoop. Uncle Snoop, man, he. He's, he's doing the reviews. They were uh, him and Kevin Hart are doing like the reviews for the Olympics, right? They got a show that they're doing together. Yeah, too funny, too funny. I saw the so horse funny. Kurt walking. Yeah, yeah, I saw that, and then I saw a commercial that he has with Martha Stewart for the torch lighters, the little big lighters or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Martha's like, "You can use it for all kinds. You can use it for camping and da 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 da." And Snoop like. For, and for other things too. Like, <laughs> he has made, he has literally gotten to the point where Snoop shoved weed smoking down everyone's throats. Like, you're going to accept this whether you want to accept it or not. And there's nothing that you can do about it. So, you can say he smoked at the White House, dog. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Oh my gosh. I'm just saying, dog. Go, Snoop. Go, Uncle Snoop. All right, D, what you got next? All right, let me, um, let me give off my last two. I'm going to start uh, one with Usher. There's no build-up for Usher. We all know what he is. He's a, he's a GOAT. Uh, I'm, I'm glad he took the time away when those burn-in scandals came out. But, you know, I feel like Usher's about to come oh, back out. about that. <laughs> Good. You're supposed to. <laughs> but uh, if you guys didn't know, Usher owns uh, big shares in Mass Appeal and the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh. So. I, I think I knew about the Cleveland Cavaliers part because uh, I think he won a ring when LeBron got a ring too, which is super weird. But uh, he also has a joint venture with Scooter Braun called Raymond Braun, uh, and that's also the label that broke Justin Bieber, which you guys all know. Uh, so besides the music industry, uh, we all know that he makes his money on touring and uh, acting. Do you guys remember Usher and the Faculty? Yeah, Ooh. it was another good movie too. It was yeah, another one that I was going to say, yeah, that he yeah. played into, but I definitely remember the faculty. I wasn't mad at Usher's acting skills. Like, I'm really not that mad at Same. And according to what I found, he's worth 180 mil, uh, same as Drake. So, Light It Up was the, that other movie Light that Usher up. was Light in. Yeah, okay. I don't think I've seen that one. 
Really? That's an mm-hmm. old one. Old, old, old movie. Seems that like one that was good. Used to come on BET in the day. Mm-hmm. Huh? It did. <laughs> it did. They were in the. You remember? They were in the school. Like um, the kids had um, taken over the school, and they couldn't get out. Yeah. And they had the the white girl that was in there, and um, Q Q was in the movie. It was a good movie. Go watch that, Desmond. You gotta go watch that movie. Yo, I think you would like it too, bro. You would love it. Okay, bet. I'm going to check it out. Uh, Lastly, we can't leave one of the biggest and original entrepreneurs in hip-hop off this list, and that's Master P. Mm. I'm so glad you did, Master P. Uh, So out of all these guys, uh, well, he already said Diddy, but Master P's worth 200 mil. And to me, there's no surprise. I've heard stories back in the day, like for me, being a hip-hop fan, Master P's like an urban legend. It's like you would hear uh, back in a certain era, he would drop so many albums within so many, uh, you know, within so many days and shit like that. And he made a killing doing it. So besides No Limit Records, he had No No Limit Clothing, No Limit Films. If you guys remember... uh, I got the hookup. I got the hookup. I got the hookup. Yes, yes. About it, about it, nigga. I remember all that stuff, yeah. So for me, I Janky, think Janky promoters. Anyway, I'm done. Janky, yeah, you know, I think uh, Master P was my introduction into hood movies, to be honest. Um, but you know what? And I think he might be the one of the first artists or rap artists I I know who had a sports management uh, sector. So if you guys remember, uh, Master P was a rapper who actually made it to the NBA. Uh, he played with the Charlotte Hornets for a little bit and the Toronto Raptors. So, you know, I think he led the way for a rock nation. Let me not oh, step on any toes. <laughs> no, no he, no, he was the first. He was definitely the first. Remember? You, okay, go ahead. I even, oh, no, go ahead, go ahead. No, he was the first. You, you, do you remember? I remember when he first, his first athlete in Sports Center tried to dog him behind a contract. It was Ricky Williams. You remember that? Mm, I don't. I remember it like it was yesterday. And and I remember, like, you know, because he's Master P, he's a rapper, he's black. At that time, there weren't black sports agents. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's changed a little bit now. Actually, a dude that graduated high school was a, one of the biggest agents in the shit. But anyway, uh, yeah, man, they basically was just trying to bash him and his company, talking about they're giving out janky deals, this, that, and the third. But hey, Ricky got paid, Master P got paid. Mm. And also, if you guys don't know, I'm sure you've had them before, but the rap snacks. Who doesn't love rap snacks? Each rapper has its own flavor of chip and their picture on the front. So Lil Romeo has his own flavor. The Migos, uh, I think there's this, what is this, something with a Dabber Ranch? Sour oh, cream yeah. with a Dabber Ranch? I don't mm-hmm. know. It's fire. But Pinky rap- has one, too. Pinky who? Not the, oh, my God. Um... From Slutty Vegan, she has two flavors, I believe. That's fire. I like mm-hmm. that. Could have been talking about it's Pinky Nickel. <laughs> oh, I thought you was talking about. Um, you know what Pinky I'm talking about. Yeah, you got it right. Master P also has uh, rap noodles. Um, so you know you can find you can find a lot of Master P products in uh, your grocery store. So shout out. All right, and right. You got one more? Yeah, man. Listen, I am so happy to do this last one because this is a sense of pride for me. 
because my homeboy was representing my land. As a matter of fact, if I look out my window, I can see the rec center named after the boy. Uh, I'm doing Pharrell, man. Pharrell is is a sense of pride for people from Virginia. And um, his the reason why I'm doing him last and I'm so proud of him, his business is tied directly into my neighborhood. And I'll get to that at the end, okay? Um, Pharrell, 200 mil. 200 mil, man. And uh, I'm going to tell you how he did it, you know. Uh, basically, you know about the production. Most of his money comes for that. And I, I, I want to say that... Um, Niggas don't even know. Pharrell produced for everybody in all genres. And all, listen, niggas don't even know. Pharrell, it ain't even hip hop money for him, yo. You dig what I'm saying? It's not. It's not. You know what I mean? But anyway, um, YouTube channel. Pharrell makes a lot of money off YouTube. I couldn't believe it, but he actually makes a lot of money off YouTube. Pharrell also designs jewelry and furniture. Wow. <laughs> wow. This dude has uh, designed jewelry for uh, Chanel, Como de Garçon. He's designed for uh, clothes for Louis Vuitton, Adidas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's crazy. Not to mention his own shit. You know, Billionaire Boys Club is actually still selling clothes. Mm-hmm. And, and they making money. And this is the one that blew my mind. His first, his first clothing company was Ice Cream. They actually still selling clothes and making money. Couldn't believe it. Now, we're going to talk about uh, the, the side of Pharrell that I love. You know what I mean? The dude can make money and still uh, be a, a, a philanthropist and help people. Like, the dude owns a recycling company in Virginia Beach. Wow. Well, he's, hmm. taking, he's taking plastic from the ocean and recycling and making things. That's fucking crazy to me. The dude built... Uh, uh, well, first of all, I'm going to back up a little bit. I didn't talk about his events. Pharrell makes a lot of money off uh, concert events and events, you know, something in the water and other things, too. Uh, I, 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 I need to say that. But um, in my neighborhood, he's built a rec center that, that my children go to that, that enjoy. He has a school opening in the city of Norfolk this fall called Yellow Hab, where the first couple of years, he's going to take uh, kids on a lottery system uh, and, and that, that that cannot pay for it financially, and then they're going to figure it out afterwards. The school's going to be for profit, but right now it's a nonprofit school. Um, the dude is building a surf park mm. on the oceanfront. Fire. A fucking sense. surf park right away, right away from the water. That's nuts, yo. That's going to save a lot of kids. That's going to keep a lot of these you know, kids off the street. They're going to mm-hmm. get that surf park. You dig what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, he's in the process of purchasing Military Circle Mall Des, I think you know what that is, which is a big block of land in the city of Norfolk. And he's going to build a mixed-use property where he's going to have shops, uh, uh, um, uh, housing. But the kicker is he's trying to build a 20,000-seat arena there, and Norfolk needs it, yeah. They need it so bad. We don't have anything to host concerts in these big uh, – uh, uh, Virginia Beach has, but Norfolk doesn't have, uh, you know, uh, games and, and regionals and things like that. Where, where's and, the and that's huge. Hmm? Where's the Norva at? The Norva is downtown Norfolk on Granby Street. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You think about the scope. You think about the scope. Oh, but that military circle, oh my yes. god. Yes. Yeah, he's bought he bought all of it, this. The whole oh shit. Him and, him, Bruce Smith, and somebody else from here. I can't think of the oh, Emmett Smith. 
And they get ready to build a 20,000-seat arena with houses and apartments and shops and all that shit. Dude, that would be like buying Greenbrier Mall. Wow. <laughs> yeah, like, <laughs> you know you Wow. Mm-hmm. And, and then lastly, um, he has a nonprofit called One Hand to Another, where he's taking young black kids or kids of color that have a propensity uh, for engineering, and he's taking them out of the regular school system and, and, and bringing them up in that. Wow. That's fucking awesome, dog. That shit right that there. Is. Nuts. I hope to Pharrell. Yeah. yeah for real. I, I can definitely appreciate how much he's giving back. Like, oh, yeah. A lot. A lot. Oh, yeah. Skate parks. I, I forgot to mention that because you forget about all the shit that he does. He helped build a skate park in Virginia Beach that is so dope. I went to it when it first opened and I don't skate, but just the vibe <laughs> just like, being right. out there, it's, it's just crazy, it's cool. man. Yeah. It's just crazy. That's what's up. And you got anybody else on your list, Rod? No, that's it. That man. was your last I, one. I, I I I will I will give uh, my honorable mention. I didn't do uh, much of the research on them because it, it would have took me so long. But I I do love Swiss Beats versus mm-hmm. Reebok, uh, Monster Energy Drink, and Lotus. Uh, but I do love Swiss Beats. I want to give him his love. And I'm just curious. Neither one of y'all put Jay Z on y'all's list. I think it'd be too obvious. Yeah. yeah, too obvious. I get it. I guess, but Jay Z, y'all, let's not forget. Oh, I want to talk about people and say things about people that people that that's not so obvious. Maybe things that people didn't know about some of these guys. I really look for that. Honorable mention, uh, Rick Ross. Obviously, what he's doing with a uh, wing stop, but he's also buying a couple and of stuff. Stop. Stop. <laughs> stop. Yeah. But I think already he's investing in like a whole bunch of checkers, rallies. So pretty much any of those like small fast food joints. Mm-hmm. So I love it. I love Rick Ross too, man. Thank you for that one. And I know that we did do hip hop, but I feel like we would be a dis- doing ourselves a disservice or I would be doing a disservice to the ladies by not mentioning that Rihanna is now... Mm. officially a billionaire um so y'all we just went mm. through these the, this list and everyone but oh, who was it pharrell or no no everyone but master p i believe we that we mentioned were millionaires correct everybody on him mm-hmm. i thought i thought master, master p how much no he's at 200 he's at 200 mil oh mil oh yeah so yeah everyone is millionaire. So, listen, listen, let's let's uh Tookie. How did how did uh Rihanna get her money? Um, so of course her um the bulk it says the bulk of it did come from Fenty Beauty. Yeah, um, I, which I, makes I, sense. Um the uh, one she got one point four billion that mm-hmm. came from there. So her net worth is actually one point seven billion. Hold up, hold up. I had heard I had heard she did very well with lingerie too. So I am a member of Savage <laughs> <laughs> She's doing I well with it, right? get to it. And yes, yeah. she is and like just the um She's teaming up with a lot of women for the brand. She has a lot of well-known brand ambassadors. Um, she recently um, did a whole shoot and a rollout of like uh, a biker's club and in their lingerie. So it's dope. Like definitely. You know what I like? Pulling though? in money for that. Awesome. I like that as a black woman, 
getting money and makeup. That I, I feel Madam C.J. Walker vibes. You feel mm. what I'm saying? I love that as a black woman getting money because make, makeup is big money. Yeah, man. absolutely. That? And I am also a user of Fenty um, makeup as well. And I can say like Rihanna's her foundation. Like you literally, I don't. I, I've, I've never been a Mac user, but I buy maybe like one every year and a half maybe like i maybe like once a year i buy another it, it lasts a long time so she, it's good quality as well as you know what i mean just having the name behind it it's not just the name it's actually good quality that she has her lingerie is good quality so it's well deserving go riri like i love it um she didn't gave us no music in a while but you know it's cool she been getting her money and she said, y'all can have that little play play music money and give me <laughs> off this millionaire's list and boost me up to the billionaire club. ASAP Rocky. Go ahead and put a ring on it. <laughs> <laughs> Not shut out ASAP Rocky. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, Des, you ain't have nobody else either, right? Nope. That was it for me. All right, good people. That was our Forbes highest paid hip hop artist list. Um, y'all make sure, of course, give us some feedback. Let us know if there is anyone else that you feel like we should have mentioned on here or let us know how much you appreciate and agree with the ones that the guys had on their list. Um, always, you can interact with us and talk to us and show us some love on our social media platforms. That is The Game on Trial on IG. And don't forget to follow our Umbrella Create the uh, Creative Geniuses Network Instagram as well. Um, we're always present. Desmond loves to talk his shit on there and okay. talk shit with you all. <laughs> so yeah, y'all show some love. Um, thanks for listening to the episode. Make sure you are hitting that subscribe button. And if you're feeling extra nice, go ahead and give us a rating. Um, tell a friend to tell a friend who you think might enjoy this podcast as well. And we will see you guys next week. Peace.